Hello. Audio Art Hole 35. Getting nearer, that is, to Christmas, or it's barreling along. Ah, it's just one of those dates. Here it comes. Ready or not. You know, quick or dead. Yeah, sick or well. Whatever. Happy or not. Here it comes. And, oh, what a challenge. Even clearing up the neglected house, you know, where... The event has to occur. Well, nearly caused my daughters and me a total, a total breakdown in communications. I think I could hardly file it under that, seeing as I was very loud and rude, and yeah, noisy actually. I apologise to Bonzo because, as as I've already said many times I'm keeping my quiet dog whispering voice for the most part and I don't want to shout I didn't shout at him anyway but enough of that just to say whew, at least we're uh, yes keeping going at it, at it or you know making some sort of stab at it I think stab's a good a good word for an attempt anyway yeah it's been it's been a strange season. I have managed to go to a party or two, which has been rather wonderful. And, uh, yeah, Anne Bean's party was great because Bonzo was in arms and was actually lovely and people were very pleasant to Bonzo and he liked that and I liked that. And Hannah O'Shea, who's a person and an artist I like very much said what's his name I said his name's Bonzo Dog oh she said he used to go out with Neil Innes and <laughs> I just loved that the idea of Hannah O'Shea and the urban spaceman anyway it was a really nice occasion and great to you know talk to Rose English about pug dogs which her mother bred and, and and hear about a sort of different side. I think it's a marvellous opportunity having a bit of puppy love in the mix and certainly brings me into the present. And I think of all the people that have loved dogs. I, mean, I was very struck when I was doing the work on Byron in Newstead Abbey, how much he loved his dog. I remember sitting with um, Gabby and Jazz her older daughter by by the memorial to Boston his dog. I know I got the name I couldn't I couldn't pronounce the name of his dog. You know, it's written Boatswain, but I think pronounced Boston because the curator at Newstead Abbey corrected me. Um, thankfully thank thank goodness she did. <laughs> doesn't want to go around mispronouncing things of course because I often write words and don't say them or read them I'm full of uh, mispronunciations but something to do with my diction makes people a little bit wary of correcting me as if I've you know n I've privileged knowledge of another more archaic or even more proper pronunciation I remember um mispronouncing the um, word for the the lead in a story. I called 
this character, the protagonist, and uh, somebody said, do you say agony? <laughs> so I said, oh God, is it protagonist, perchance? Anyway, Boston, I think, was Byron's dog, but he told, you know, many stories of the wonder of the dog, and on the, on the memorial in Newstead Abbey is this great tribute to a real friend. And when I was collecting stories to be in the haunted dressing room of Byron's, you know, I left these stories and in the, in the vitrines that were associated souvenirs, some of which were real and some of which were not. I got um, Shane, Shane McGowan, who I have always seen as the most Byronic character to speak and not in the corny sort of sex, drugs and rock and roll way, but about animals. He spoke very beautifully about them. Absolutely lovely, in fact, about how, you know, if you've got a dog, you, you know, you don't want to get that dog to the vet for the vet to give them some nasty preparation, you know. You want to be able to shoot your own dog. Oh, it was great, real country feeling for an animal and talking about riding without saddles which is something my mother as a, a country girl always spoke of you know this idea of wanting animals to be free in fact I remember my mother saying of Shane years ago he's a country boy was trying too hard and I told him that at one time years ago too and not so very long ago he said that of himself just a country boy trying too hard and I went oh, so my mother said that and I thought yeah but she could have been talking for herself it's really very interesting sometimes catching what one says about other people thinking hey hey Anyway, another person who was actually featured in that um, Byronic men and the women who have loved them show, or bit of the show that I did, Newstead Abbey, was Joe Strummer. And he was another person who had a great affinity with animals. In fact, you know, yesterday is the anniversary of his death, and he died after walking his dogs rather a wonderful way to go just go out walking our dogs and die and um, in that memory of him you know lies a, resides a lot of memories of a very another very gentle intuitive person that yes maybe tried too hard or tried anyway and, and, and did great stuff but I like these other sides of people we remember the man, the father himself yesterday on the anniversary of his death with his daughters, his wonderful daughters and granddaughter he never knew and of course the mother of his daughters, Gabby, who comes a lot into these episodes, or I think she does, she's in my on my mind a lot for being great support in this time with my mother I think of all the 
kind of connections and associations and feel very appreciative for the, the people actually in life in and they might be dead but they're in my life I think it's very sad at, at the moment to contemplate the people that have have left for whatever reason and uh, you know don't feel cherished you know don't feel they they are in good in good spirits they're not resonating well I sort of want everything to be alright in time for Christmas as if anyway it's one of those uh, times where I suppose you look at Christmas clearance huh. yeah that nearly finished me and trying to sort of make it okay I, I really didn't want to think ill of anyone yesterday but when I heard of a death of somebody who really had caused me to live in poverty for some years while uh, living what could be called the high life I got to be tormented and then I thought oh it's just that time of year and can't wish anyone ill on their onward journey and according to all my kind of more spiritual friends more mystic friends we all find perfect form in the end or beyond the end so I can't say I'm looking forward to that but uh, yeah well it's a it's a nice thought and on that note I'll say well I'll wish you a happy Christmas anyone who's listening but now I know that these won't be broadcast, to use my rather grand or grandiose verb, till after Christmas. So I'm thinking of my uh, listeners and wishing everyone a happy time. I feel like, what's his name? Not Tiny Tim, the one at the end of Christmas Carol. Ah, yes, well, Christmas present. Yes, is 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 uh, upcoming and soon to be Christmas past. Bye for now.